You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie Meanie. What's on your mind? Play the fucking song. I'm gonna play the fucking song. This needs to be louder. What? 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 Phillies win game one of the World Series, and it is a beautiful fucking morning here in Philadelphia. Meaning, what a game. You would think we're on WIP right now. <laughs> WIP unedited. Yeah. <laughs> What's so, up, uh, motherfuckers? Yeah. Uh, inside baseball. So just so we know we're not being the jinx. Yep. Uh, we are recording, was it 1029? 2022, 10.55 in the morning uh, after a very stressful evening last night watching the game on the <laughs> Phillies World Series. Uh, no no idea what's going to happen in the rest of the game. You know, not, no idea what happening, what's happening tonight. Hopefully, another win. Yep. Because once you, once you get to Philly, anything can happen with that fucking, with that fucking crowd. That's right. In Philly. Uh, so I think Philly's like, you know, the Phillies fans are like the Seattle version of the 12th man. It's like insane. Yeah. But um, uh, I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Uh, you know, since we last talked, uh, there were, uh, last time we talked, they were playing the Padres mm. in the NLCS. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, this is a great fucking story. Uh, me, Mrs. Meany, went to McCusker's Saturday, the Saturday game. Um, and uh, our buddy Sean comes out, and he's, he's sitting there, and we're watching the game. Phil's go down 4 nothing. We're like, fuck. So they score a couple points here and there. And... Uh, I'm watching, you know, sitting there watching, and my friend Sean is following along on his betting app. I don't know which one, I won't say. Don't sponsor us anyway, so fuck it. Mm-hmm. So it's looking at the game, 
<clears throat> on his betting app because he's making bets along the way. And all of a sudden he drops his phone and like looks up. I'm like, what? And he points to the TV. I look at the TV. Reese Hoskins hits a fucking two-run bomb. Wow. It's like, holy shit. Like the fucking betting app tipped off that the score had changed before it aired on fucking TV. That's crazy. So we're sitting there. Like, we're celebrating, blah, blah, blah. We go back to sitting there. And then then all of a sudden, he drops his phone again. I'm like, what, 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 what? Like a JT hits the fucking home run, right? Meanwhile, uh, you know, the Phillies had been down for nothing. I was sitting. I start standing, and they start coming back. So I was like, I'm, uh, you know, the bar was lit. We were fucking all having a great time. I was like, well, they came back while I'm standing. I can't stand. They're like, <laughs> everybody started on this, don't sit down. Don't sit down. So, all right. So, I'm standing, right? I was just standing there. And that's when all the, you know, the things happen with the, the betting app and shit. Flash forward to the next day. Uh, yeah, I watched the beginning of the game. Then I have to, I'm driving over to the bar because, you know, I was like, fuck. I got to hide my car, you know. If we happen to win tonight, I don't want my car. I've got to hide my car. So I hid my car somewhere near the bar, you know. And uh, it's like, you know, look, if I get a little toasty, I'll, if I could take a lift home, pick it up, come back, pick it up in the morning. So we get to the bar, and I was like, well, fuck, I can't sit. So I stood there the whole time with my arms folded like this, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, super, you know, superstitious pose. Yep. Fucking. Uh, um. Oh, I, well, I was driving over there. Fucking. Phillies were up. While I was driving over there, I was seated in the car. And the fucking San Diego went 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 ahead. Oh man. So we get there. We fuck a park. I get out. I stand up. We're walking down, and I hear people in their houses fucking cheering. Fucking Bryson Stott hits a fucking double. So I was like, oh, fuck. And we start running to the bar. We get in there. What's blah, blah. And, you know, of course, they didn't score that point. But fucking uh, they're down a run. They need two to one to one to tie, two to win. Right. So I'm like I said, I'm standing there like this. Our friend Sean's there. He's got the fucking app out. And then. He turns the phone face down and looks at me. I look at him and Dougie McCusker, the bartender, we go, Doug, Doug, Doug. What? He goes, what? We go, look at the screen. Look, dude, turn around. Dude, turn around. Turn it. He turns around. Fucking Bryce Harper hits the two fucking run home run. Yeah. To go ahead. Yeah. And Dougie goes, I will never forget this moment in my <laughs> whole life. Because. <laughs> Sean looks at me. I look at Sean. We look at the bartender. We look at the bartender. Tell him, dude, look at the screen. Look at the screen. Look at the screen. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Boom. Hits the two run fucking home run fucking celebration. And then um, I get to the ninth. It gets a little hairy. They bring in Ranger Suarez to close out. And fucking uh, when my friend started recording, <laughs> I knew we were about to win. So he yep. recorded the reactions and stuff then last night was game one and uh typical fashion you know they fucking they fell behind five nothing yeah fuck yeah just like this like the san diego game they went down four nothing but came back if anybody knows you know it's 
doesn't matter what you do during the fucking regular season. What do you do in the postseason? Once you get your foot in that door, that's a fucking opportunity. You know, so many teams have gotten in on the last day and made a fucking run of it. That's how the Washington Nationals won the World Series. Yeah. They got in on the fucking last day, I think wild card, and just blew through everybody, won their fucking World Series. Phillies won. In Houston, they clinched in Houston. You know, who did the, the team we're playing the World Series against? Yeah. Houston's last loss was against the Phillies wow. during the post regular season. So it's amazing. Man. Play one. They're playing game one. They get down five nothing. I'm sitting on the couch, which I was like, you know, maybe I, I, I can't stand this whole game. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. They go down five nothing. I'm like, fuck. So I got this little thing next to my couch that I've been meaning to take down to the basement forever. I just rest my leg on it, my left leg. <clears throat> and I got my arm resting on the couch, left arm, left arm on the left uh, armrest. I'm leaning back. Oh, I got to fix my mic so I can do this for It's got to be proper, man, because remember, we got to practice for tonight because you can't, you got to stay in the exact same position that you were last night. Tonight I'm going to McCusker's because it's, now, well, let We're me ask you this before before you set up in the mini stance, the official yes. stance of the yes. Philadelphia Phillies. Um, is there a is there a way for you to do this in McCuskers? Because I feel like this is important, <laughs> dude. I might if I'm at McCuskers, I'm gonna have to stand like this. <laughs> Just to, yeah. and, and, I, and if you're not if you're not if a part of the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Mind Me and watching me as we record this live. It's, I'm standing there like Taz. I'm just like, yep. Yeah, dude, you definitely have a Taz stance about you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because if that doesn't work, I have to figure out another stance where I like, I'll put my hands out on the bar. You know, I don't know. And then you, then you're going to, you're going to, you're going to walk into McCuskers and go, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I, I heard a few of those, but uh, <laughs> so, uh, what, well, dude, <clears throat> they fucking clinch. We fucking go down to fucking Broad Street. Broad and Chunk, where you know now my grandma had always wanted to be when they went in 1980, and that's where I celebrate every year after. And uh, you know when they, I'll get back to the fucking last night's dance in a second. Like every uh, time a sports team does something, it, it, generally people go to Broad Street. I yeah. go to Broad and Chunk, and uh, it clinched. We all fucking celebrated. We all fucking hugged. So Dougie, give me two six packs. You know, he bags me up two six packs. I got walking down the fucking brought a chunk with a fucking 12 pack. Helicopters are flying around. Fireworks are going off. Hardcore car horns are blaring. You know, we just get to that corner. It's fucking amazing. You know, just one dude fucking pulls up to the quarter brought a chunk. All windows down, he's bumping fucking Meek Mill. And like people are just fucking dancing and wow. fucking shooting off fireworks. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. It's amazing. Fucking beautiful. And then we go back to the bar. And the bar, the fucking the vibe in the bar is fucking amazing. It's fucking packed. Everybody's just buying each other fucking drinks, doing shots. And That's awesome. Next morning, I have to wake up and go find my car, <laughs> <laughs> which was well worth it because yeah. I put on WIP and listen to the radio calls. But last night, you know, they get down five nothing, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Yeah, so I'm leaning to my cat. Mrs. Meany made a great spread. You know, we had a uh, chopped. She chopped up some steak, nice and thin. 
some spin like the theme was red and green because you know the fanatics green the phillies are red checks out yeah 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 uh bunch of she she posted a photo on that uh at trey fabe on uh twitter so um like i said i'm leaning back got the arm here got the leg up on the fucking gimmick i'm i haven't taken down to the basement yet for the last two years i love it and i put my arm over my head like this like 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 my right arms over my head but leaning towards the left side of my body and they start coming they start coming back and i'm like well fuck i ain't moving yeah you know they start scoring i'm like i ain't fucking moving and then they fucking get up to you know they tie it up five five it's like definitely not fucking moving dude it was so uh, it was so crazy. Like I could not fucking believe they came back from a five nothing deficit. Put it this way. The last time somebody here's why I love sports. And this is why I love history. Uh, the coach for the Houston Astros is Dusty Baker, legendary coach. Right. So the last time somebody came down from a five nothing deficit to win it, was the LA Angels against the San Francisco Giants in 2002. The coach for the San Francisco Giants was Dusty Baker. Wow. The last time it, ha- it happened, the same, co- the same coach was on the losing end of the, de- you know, the deficit. Jeez. You know, being overcome. So, I mean, it's like you couldn't, you couldn't have booked it any fucking better. Honestly. Um, I'm just reading through uh, the recap here on CBS Sports. Uh, They're looking like they said uh, Justin Verlander um, permitted a one-out single to uh, Reese Hoskins and then got the second out of the frame. Uh, Bryce Harper and Nick Nick Castellano singled, and then Alec Baum played a two with a double. Uh, Astros had the 5-3 lead going into the fifth, and then Verlander shit the bed, let up the two-run. Exact quote. It literally inside of CBS Sports for sure. Uh, and then ended up losing the game six to five in the tenth, top of the tenth inning. Um, holy shit, man! Holy shit! Like just nothing, some, nothing like Philly sports. Be, some people are saying this might be one of the all-time greats of like postseason game or at least World Series games. I, absolutely, teams down, teams down five nothing, chips away, comes back which we have seen from the Phillies in this fucking series is like, and, and I apologize to the people who don't know baseball, like baseball, or whatever, or if you're from America, but this is, you know, this is fresh in our memory. And this is why I love about, you know, baseball. It's just like, you know, chipping away and, and not giving up and, and coming back and stuff like that. We've seen it from this team all year and it doesn't matter who it is. It could be anybody. You know, it could be anybody's game at any moment, any time, you know, for this Philly squad. So, you know, uh, towards the end, you know, it looked like we're in September. It looked like things were getting a little dicey. I think they had a little bit more pressure on themselves because they had September collapse. But once they fucking got over that hump and got into the playoffs, they're playing fucking loose. They're playing fucking very loose. So, and that's a good thing. It was, uh, it was. There's absolutely for me. There's nothing like postseason baseball. You know, I'm I'm there most of the season. Recently, that postseason yeah. hits, man. That's fucking especially when it's Philly. You know, another fun statistic yeah. that I saw was uh, 1980 when the Phillies won their first 
World Series championship, they won game one. 2008, when they won their second, they won game one. And now here we are in 2022, and they've won game one. And uh, it's going to be, I I just, I can't wait for game two. Like I said, hopefully we'll have some, uh, some, some good news to report for next week. And uh, maybe, maybe you'll see us. We'll we'll see. Maybe you'll see us in, uh, on Broad Street. Hey, a little breaking news. I got tickets for game five. Whoa. Yeah. So, man, they keep it going. You know, hopefully, if they happen to get to game five uh, and happen to have a uh, three to one lead. Yep. If they happen, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. We're not going to jinx anything. No. No, I'm not a fucking the amazing fucking Kreskin over here. Uh, but game five, if they happen to win a game five, I got I got tickets. I got standing room. Hey, which is fun. Hey, they won when I was standing. So right, yeah. And plus, I'm cheap. They were cheap tickets. Uh, cheap for World Series tickets, put it that way. Uh, but yeah, I got two tickets uh, the other day. I didn't want to say anything online because, you know, you get the fucking trolls and I can't fucking be bothered. You know, I said, I sent you those screen grabs, those screen grabs of people last night who were like, oh, the Phillies are about to get swept again. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, Eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> Eat shit. That's what we had to say to you. Fuck you. And the horse you rode in on. Phillies Eat on top shit today. from Eat shit from the tap. All right. <laughs> we got a great place for you to eat some shit down at Broad and Chunk. So go down there, scoop some shit yeah. off the ground and eat that fresh off the ground. You fucking putts. Now, <laughs> I, uh, man, it's yes. uh, it's a great day to be a Philadelphian today. Um, go ahead and check out also Heavy Slime. Our friends over there at Heavy Slime's got some great shirts uh, for the yeah. Eagles and for the Phillies right now. He did a really cool, like, limited run Philly shirt um, that he sold. Uh, pretty quickly, it sold out in like twenty minutes. Nice. Like a pop up stand over on the over on the other side of Philly. Let's go check him out. Instagram dot com slash heavy slime. Uh, check him out. But yeah, it's uh, dude. I am uh, I am very excited to see what happens next. It's going to be a crazy week here in Philly. And if they well, happen to, if they, if they happen ha- to win, right? That's the language you have to use. If, if, they, if they happen they- to win, you, the Pod Squad. We'll see Meanie and I at the parade together. And I think we should, we're going to come up with all kinds of fun shit to do while we're there. Um, I have never been to a sporting parade before. Listen to me, sporting parade. I've never been to a series parade. I've never been to a Super Bowl parade. Um, But this one, it feels way more special for some reason. And I'm like, I'm fucking there. There's a lot of laxed laws. (laughs) There's There's a famous story. Uh, when the Phillies won in 2008, right? Everybody's going fucking wild, and there's these fucking teenagers on the fucking corner. This was actually in the fucking paper, so it's not like urban legend. Uh, these kids are out in the corner drinking fucking beer, celebrating, and there's a cop walking by, and they fucking try to, like, kayfabe to cover up. A cop walks up to him and goes, Kid, the Phillies just won the World Series. You drink those fucking beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the fucking only amazing. acceptable answer. Yeah, dude, uh, you know, and they've fucking been greasing the poles in the city. I was 
on Broad and Shunk, and somebody there was like three people climbed the same pole right next to yeah. me, and we're chanting, "Fuck those poles! Fuck those poles!" <laughs> I was going to post it, but I was like, "Yeah." I, I read that the uh, the the porn site Cam Soda sent Philadelphia like a bunch of lube to put on the poles. I'm like, "That's not going to stop these fucking guys. That's not going to uh, stop yeah. them." <laughs> Give me a but, break. But uh, tonight. Tonight we're going to McCusker's. Uh, this is the Saturday before Halloween. Traditionally, it's the Halloween party for McCusker's, but, you know. Plans change, pal. Plans change, pal. So, uh, you know, Miss, me and Mrs. Meany always dress up for Halloween, and we had a couple ideas, and uh, the timing was off. She plans our fucking Halloween out in March. Right. Yeah, you know, she, start, she starts in March. You know, that's her road to WrestleMania. March to October. <laughs> Love it. Uh, the time. Well, we're going to save them for next year. Yeah. Because we still have the majority of it, but we couldn't find a few things. So she, uh, she this is how brilliant Mrs. Meany is. Tonight for Halloween, we are going to the bar dressed up. We're going to have Philly. Well, I call them mullet shirts, but they're three quarter sleeve shirts. Fucking three quarter sleeve shirts. She made us custom Philly shirts to say Phillies right across here. Like nice. Bryce Harper, Phillies. Got two Phillies hats. She put uh, ears on them and bat wings. And we're going to be baseball bats. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, we're going to fucking like, yeah. She's so clever with that shit, man. That's awesome, oh, yeah. dude. That is so fun. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, we're going to my brother-in-law's house today, uh, in Jersey. So we'll be watching game two from there. And then we'll be, uh, back here in lovely scenic Downingtown for games three and four and potentially five as well. So maybe we'll see me on the screen. I hope that, holy sh- I hope that somebody knows that you're there and they get you on screen somewhere. Cause that would just be like, I can't think of anything. I can't think of any celebration more Philadelphian. Then the Phillies winning a World Series, and then the blue fucking meanie doing the meanie dance in the middle of Broad Street, all so gimmick, gimmicked up and everything. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're celebrating when they when they beat beat the Padres, go to the fucking World Series. We're all down on fucking Broad Street. Usually, uh, I keep running into my our friends Donnie and Bev. They live like right near there, and. Uh, we get back to the bar. Donnie texts me, where are you guys at? I was like, shit, we just got back to the bar. He's like, ah, no worries. So he sent me, he, he had taken a photo on Broad Street and his wife, Bev fucking zooms in and fucking finds a photo, finds me like part of me right behind somebody else as I was taking a photo. <laughs> See me with my hand out taking a photo, but like you had to fucking zoom the fuck in. She's like, only she could find you. Oh, that's like, funny. you know, it's like a where's Waldo thing. Where's Meanie? <laughs> like, I'll send it to you. Yeah. And it's like, hold on. Let me see if I, I'll do this for the Patreon. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Send it over. Patreon.com slash mind of the meaning. Also, I got the brain work in here in the event that the Phillies do win. If they do happen to win the series, I mean, and I are down there uh, for the parade. We will, uh, we'll do something fun for the pod squad. Maybe like a, a limited run shirt or something like that. Something real fun. Schlichter will will talk saw, but yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. I'll, I'll, I'll send you. The send phone it over. We'll, we'll post it in in the Patreon group. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. So it's just, it's been a, it's been a wild few days. Um, it's, uh, it's very exciting. Uh, what else is going on, man? It's been kind of quiet well, on the wrestling front, but you know, Phillies, yeah. I'm always happy to talk my, about Phillies. Yeah. My friends are like, cause my friend, uh, my friends have been, I, my one buddy, uh, Christian, he wants me to, cause we're both game of Thrones fans mm. and I still have not watched the new series house of the dragon yet. He's like, dude, when are you going to watch? I was like, uh, sports happened. Yeah, um, right. yeah. Sorry, pal. Last night, World Series game one. Tonight, game two. Tomorrow, we got Eagles at Houston, which is, you know, Philadelphia's playing Houston in all these. <laughs> and we're going to fucking crush them all. No, no, no. Oh, dude. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. Tomorrow, Eagles, Pittsburgh. If it happens to go seven. If the game happens to go seven, there's going to be a period where Thursday night football is in Houston and there's going to be 20,000 Eagles fans at the Houston game. Eagles-Houston. Next night would happen to be the next game in the World Series. I forget which number, but... Wow. If the Eagles happen to take over the fucking World Series. Wow. Um, yeah. So the Phillies fans and the Eagles fans coalesce into Houston, Houston. You're not, you're not surviving that one. In the great words of Pantera, we're taking over this town. We ain't fucking losing. Oh, Bryce Harper said that. Not me. I'm not the jinx, but that's their mentality. Now that's, you get, you need that mentality. Look, I'm a big believer in visualization, you know, I'll sit there, think about what I want to do, how I want to do it. And then when I go to do it, it feels like I've done it. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just uh visual visualization is, is key to anything. Dude, when uh, I was a young meanie wanting to be a professional wrestler, I would just pretend I was a wrestler. Like, you know, when we're in Atlantic City, we're taking the bus trip from Atlantic City to Philly to come see family. Uh, I'm going on the road. You know, this is me. Yeah. This is me going to a, a wrestling gig. You know, I'm going from town to town. You know, I'm doing the interviews with the the, the media. You know, in my head. You know, this is what I. Th- these are the things I think of when I'm staring at the wiper blades on the on the bus. Because <laughs> they'll be out of sync yep. for two seconds, and then there's one moment where they're in sync and they're like and then they get back out of sync again i was like who's doing the fucking timing on these wipers but um (laughs) and while i'm staring at eyes that's when i do all my daydreaming which i feel bad for this generation because i don't think anybody just stares out the one that fucking daydreams anymore you know yeah that's where i got most of my good idea and some bad ideas yeah you know it's stare at the fucking one and stare at the clouds fucking going hmm I want to be a wrestler. Just, I'm going to be a wrestler. And God damn it. And by the time I got into wrestling, a lot of it felt like I had done it before. You know, it's not funny. I, day, I, I totally daydreamed about, you know, you know, being like, if I get to in wrestling and be a part of, I, I actually thought of, you know, I would love to be a part of Raven's flock and my idea of how I would be. And it was totally different, but you know, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for, you know, Raven's idea because I'm still here doing it, you know? But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. 
I am. Uh, I'm thinking now too ahead. We're jumping ahead a little bit into December. I know that it was announced that you'll officially be at Icons of Wrestling again, and they're doing a yes. they're doing a big send up. It's December seventeenth at the twenty three hundred arena, also known as the ECW arena. Uh, Meanie and I will both be there, but we all know you're coming to see Meanie. Um, it's really cool. They're doing like a a send up to ECW. Like Rob's going to be yeah. there, and the Dudley Boys, uh, Rhino. Yeah, it's a lot of really cool names. Um, I think they announced that Landstorm is going to be there as well. Um, Very. Cool. How cool is it to be able to like be with all the guys again like that? You know, like a like this incredible moment in time, and you'll be there with them. Put it this way: it's like you know, you know, ECW closed in the early days, and there's a bunch of shows where we happen to be on them. They called them ECW reunion shows. It's like. Oh, look at these guys clinging to their, their, their glory. It's like, no, uh, we like working with each other. Right. We're, we are f- f- pretty nut. We were pretty, well, yeah, in a lot of ways we saw our tight net group of people who went through a really cool thing, got to, to do a cool thing. And we like to get together every now and then like the 72 dolphins and fucking celebrate the things we did, you know? Yeah. But, uh, the, you know, Sure. I just did a, I recently just did a road trip with, uh, Francine from, uh, ECW. We did a sign in. We just ride along and fucking celebrate. It's fucking great. You know? Yeah. I don't understand why people get so, I don't understand why people get so uptight about this kind of stuff though. But you know, with the, uh, the thing coming up December, December 17th, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Uh, and to be around guys I, who I've been around recently, you know, like Bubba and Devon and stuff like that. Francine's going to be there and to get a chance to hang around with Lance Storm. You know, it's going to be fucking great. You know, just, you know, uh, icons is probably, it's probably taken over as one of my favorite, um, conventions. There's a, another one out in Indianapolis. It's really cool. Uh, that uh, I'm, I'm, in talks with about doing again in this April, but, uh, yeah, just, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it'll be a good time. I love doing the convention during the day and then we hang out and do the show at night. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially around the holiday season. It's going to be cool. So come out and see us again. Icons of wrestling, December 17th. It is a Saturday uh, meaning we'll be there. It is a send up to the hardcore years of ECW. Going to be a good time. Uh, looking forward to it. Also, a good time is the Pod Squad right now, brother. There, it is uh, lighting up in here with all these comments. Got a lot of good questions coming up for our ask. Yeah, got a full party here for our ask meanie later today. And by later today, I mean in the next like ten minutes. Um, yeah, I. Uh, it's you know, it's been a busy week here. Uh, watching the game last night was exactly what I needed to, uh, to relax a little bit, but man, these late, put, put night, a, late nights are yeah, killing me. A, I'm sorry. Uh, this, uh, yeah, I got it, man. Cause I was up to like, the game didn't end until like midnight. Yeah. And we're, I'm fucking buzzing. You know, I, 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 dude, I watched the game sober too. I was like, Oh, wow. You know, you know, in, in these other games I've been like, a couple six packs into the fucking, you know, just to fucking settle my nerves. But, uh, uh, put it this way. As of this recording on Saturday, uh, 10, 29, 22, 
11.25 a.m. The Eagles are fucking 6-0. It's crazy. And crazy. Crazy. And I, it's like, and the Phillies are in the World Series. So it's like, like I'm not saying the Phillies are overriding, but that's the, the Philadelphia thing. The Philadelphia Philly things is so fucking crazy that, oh yeah, by the way, your football team six and zero. Yep. They just went out and got this went out and got Robert Quinn from the Chicago Bears, who had 17 sacks last season. And the only reason why he's only had one sack this year is because he's been double teamed 59 times. Jesus. Yeah, uh, Robert Quinn's been double teamed like 59 times. Meanwhile. Michael Parsons for the Cowboys has only been double teamed 30 times. Wow. So that's how other teams respect this guy. So Robert Quinn and the Eagles fucking defense. It'll be fucking, you know, the Eagles are going all in. So, yeah. you know, I'm hoping I'm, I'm, I'm visualizing that hopefully, uh, you know, maybe the, the Phillies will have a parade, you know, hopefully maybe kind of sort of visualize, but I'm also hoping that the Eagles have a parade, uh, visualizing, you know, uh, wishing, putting it out there. Do you, do you think the city could, good vibes, good vibes. vibes. Do you think the city can sustain a world series parade and a super bowl parade in the same fucking year? If so, by if by chance that the Philadelphia Eagles, to the Super Bowl, if by chance, I'm being realistic. Yeah, and they play the fucking Buffalo Bills, and those two fucking fan bases in one stadium. I don't think the Earth could fucking withstand that. I, <laughs> there might not be a parade because there might not be a fucking planet. Yeah, if the Bills and the Eagles fans are in the same fucking stadium at the same fucking time, we know for sure the East Coast will be destroyed. Oh yeah, just totally destroyed. Yeah. Just crazy, man. Crazy, dude. I'm trying to wrap my mind around the fact that, like, that could be a potential happening. I got a couple follow-up questions for you while we were talking. Uh, is it possible that Mrs. Meany could document your pose, your Phillies pose for the pod squad here next time you're actually watching a game? She could just come up and well, take a photo of you. Uh, well, the next time I watch, it'll be tonight. Uh if we're home, I don't know because my house is a fucking mess. It's like I have four kids, dude. It looks like a fucking tornado went through this place every, is, all the time. Yeah, and basically, it's clothes. It's just clothing, and but it's like I feel bad anytime somebody goes, "Hey, Meanie, I'm in town. Can I stay at your place?" No. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thanks for no. asking. No, no. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mrs. Meany's family stays at a hotel. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like we're so embarrassed, but you know how messy our fucking place is. It's just like I'm a bit, you know, and it's like uh, I treat my house like fucking North Korea. We got a lot of secrets over here, you know. Just, <laughs> and no, you no, you can't come in, yeah. and no, you can't leave your camera at the door. Meany, I'm gonna uh, shit myself. I gotta come in. No, we'll just shit over on the street. Dr- there's a tree. Meanwhile, here come the uh, here come the Astros fans looking for fresh shit to eat. <laughs> Full yeah. circle, pal. Full circle. Yeah. Circle of life. <laughs> oh my god. 
Oh man. I uh now I and I'm also curious too. The second part of this is uh suppose the Phillies do win. Suppose if, they if go they all happen. the way. If they happen to win the right. World Series and we happen to get a parade. Right. Will you show up to the parade full regalia? Oh no, no. Now. No. I, don't I didn't think so. I didn't do that. I didn't do that no way. I ain't doing that now, but we got to find a high no. spot for you to get some attention, man. Hit that fucking mini <laughs> dance, dude. It's got to be done, man. Yeah. 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 Sick. Can't I'll wait. Be Braun, well, I'm, I'll be on Braun and Shunk. They usually don't get a lot of play on fucking TV. You know, Broster gets attention. There's a corner in, in Northeast Philly, Frankfurt or Cotman, that gets a lot of love with yeah. the camera folks. But uh, I don't know, man. The fucking 08 parade was fucking awesome i cried like a fucking baby and then uh, the world series i mean the super bowl parade a couple years ago i fucking cried and uh jason kelsey holy shit oh yeah dude that was great that was incredible yeah uh shout out to jason and travis kelsey they have a really good podcast too called new heights and uh they just got a shout out by the rock which i'm, I'm gonna have to work on that wow uh Dwayne, Dwayne, i know you're listening i know you're listening to the show big fan by the way big fan uh Give us a shout, man. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime you feel like it, man. We'll be super dope. Dwayne, and if so, I can call you Dwayne, Mr. Johnson, uh, Mr. Rock, the. Yo, Rock. Yeah. Yo, cuz. Yo, cuz. Yo, cuz. May I call you Mr. The Rock? Is that is that the, the official way? Dwayne. Uh, no, oh, I, that would be that would be sick, man. I don't know if I would survive that. Like the time that CM Punk called me on Twitter, which. Okay. Waking yeah. up to 60 text messages. What's happening here? Uh, no, I uh, actually, you know what, dude? I'm gonna I'm gonna start this a little early today because uh, we got a lot of good ones here. So I wanna I wanna ask you. Yes. I wanna ask you a question. Of course. Are you ready to ask me? I would love to. It's time to ask me anything. Ask me something. Don't forget, tweet us your questions at Mind of the Meanie using the hashtag Ask Meanie, and you may hear your questions asked on this program. Meanie, what do you got today? I uh, actually remembered some seltzer. <laughs> got a ShopRite brand bowling basket, black cherry. Atta boy. Whoa, black cherry. Bang, bang, bang. I miss being able to walk down to the vending machine at my old apartment and being like, I got some generic shit out of the fucking vending machine. Three, two, one. I botched it. Nah, it's all right. I fucked up. I, I fucked up. up. Sandman that shit. All right, let's go back to the questions here from the pod squad. Bring it. All right. So Travis wants to know who makes the best cheeseburger in Philly. Best cheeseburger in Philly would have to be. Hmm. hmm. Uh, hold on. I got the fucking name around the fucking tip of my tongue too. Um, what the fuck? Oh my God. I'm having a senior moment. Um, oh, okay. Shout out to his place on uh, Passion Avenue called Punk Burger. Mm. It's P apostrophe U N K Punk Burger, which is short for their version of Passion Punk. Very good burgers. Um, I go there. I get the breakfast burger they got. They put an egg on there and all this stuff. And like it, the burgers got half to them. They're fucking, yeah, fucking hefty fucking burgers, and uh, 
Well, I, I like the place because a the burgers are good. And they got like really good fountain cola there. Mm. It's like a brand I've never heard of, but it's like like fancy schmancy. And they they're the I'm a I'm a big ginger ale guy. I don't really drink too much soda, but if it, ginger ale is considered a soda. I love ginger ale and they have a ginger ale over there. That's really fucking good. Kind of stings the nostrils. Um, but uh, yeah, punk burger uh, on uh, West Peshunk. There's another fucking place. Dude, I'm looking at the menu right now. I don't mean to jump in, but holy shit. Are you talking about the, uh, it's called the always sunny on EPA, which yep. is the, it's a beef burger with an over easy egg, black peppercorn bacon, American cheese yep. and fucking tater tots, bro. I'm sold. I'm on my yeah. fucking way right now. Yeah, seriously. No, it's really, it's a really nice place. Really nice part of Pashonk Avenue. Uh, a lot of shops. Pashonk Avenue is pretty good. Mm. You know, uh, as far as like shops, restaurants, if you're, stuff like that. If you're in the Philly area, the address is 1823 East Pashonk Avenue in Philly. You can order online to pick up. They are open uh, seven days a week. Uh, it's Punk Burger down there in East Pashunk. And fucking A, I can't wait to go there. Cash only, by yes. the way. Yeah. Don't forget to bring your, your cash. They have an ATM on the premises, though, and just in case you forget. Yeah, like my customers. People go in the customers like, ah, cash only. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Punk Burger, that's like uh, once in a while where we want to treat ourselves. Like, hey, you want to go to Punk Burger? Yeah, let's go to Punk Burger. All right. I'm definitely, Courtney and I are overdue for a date night, so I think this is the place we're going to go. Dude, they serve tater tots. That's listen, I'll man. Any place that serves fucking tater tots, like you, automatically jump up to like top two choices because everywhere should have tater tots. I don't give a fuck what you're selling, what you're cooking. Tater tots are gonna take it to the next level. I'm a big texture mark, so mm. there's just the texture of a of a good tater tot. Uh, here's a good question. I saw this on uh, social media. Uh, when it comes to fries or tater tots, do you put ketchup on them or do you put it on the side and dip it? Uh, I'm a dipper. Me too. I'm a dipper because I feel like when I, if I put too much, it's the same thing with a burger, right? It's the same thing with some of these, uh, and again, I don't mean to take this over, but it's the same thing with, no, no, no. with some of these like, uh, sandwich places. Right. If you put too much on it, it's soggy. It's the issue. It's the issue I have with Geno's, right? Like I'm a texture guy when it, in the opposite direction, like if it's soggy, or sticky or nasty. I'm like, I can't eat this because it's gross. You know, what I mean? and that's I guess what my issue with like places like Geno's is, is that it's just shit, right? Yeah. But if I put like condiments on the fries or like you know, it just it's nasty. The only time I don't do that is if like if I'm in and out and they put the animal sauce on top, or if it's like a chili cheese fries or something. That's different for me because it's not as it's not seeping hey. in the way the ketchup does. You get like a fork for that. Right, right. Yeah, you eat a fork with that shit. Don't eat it with your hands because you're going to get it all over you. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm, 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 I'm a dipper. Yeah. yeah I'm a dipper too. Cause like I, back when I was a kid, I used to put the ketchup on there, but then my fucking fingers start smelling like ketchup. Yeah. You know, like if you, <laughs> you go to have a fry, like, uh, my finger smells like fucking douche. Uh, <laughs> Gross. Uh, yeah, so I would say Punk Burger is going to be the winner here. I'm going to defer to Meanie on that one. Um, I yeah. I eat burgers pretty much everywhere I go. So, um, but this is a new place I got to check out. So I definitely got to. Uh, I hate I hate the word, but the burgers are juicy. Yes, 
took me a lot to say the word out loud, but like you'll have a burger and you're like, ah, it's a little dry. I got to put something on it. Uh, it, it it's They're pretty good. Cooked well. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing yeah. too, man, is you got to cook it right, dude. If it's dry, if it's fucking overcooked, oh, like, oh my God. Medium. Yeah. Always get it. Or I typically will get, I'll order it. Sometimes I'll order it medium rare, depending on where I'm at, because I know it's going to cook a little bit more, but, um, yeah, dude, eating like well done. Throw that shit in the fucking garbage, man. Should be arrested yeah. and tried. Um, uh, let's see. Travis has another question before we get to Schlichter. Have you guys had the chance to check out any of the dark side of comedy? It's another one of the dark side of the ring inspired shows. The episode on Dustin Diamond was really sad. I, I need to. I want to. Just because I love doc. I'm a documentary mark as it is. And uh, dark side of the 90s really good dark side of football was okay uh they did a one on the eagles cowboys rivalry which was really good it's on youtube um i want to i'm a comedy mark Mm -hmm. obviously i grew up you know what you know i always say the same things three things you know growing up i watched you know wrestling uh music mtv and stand-up comedy because in the 80s, fucking stand-up comedy was on TV almost every day. Between VH1's, you know, half-hour comedy, or no, MTV's half-hour comedy hour, and then uh, VH1 had stand-up spotlight, Rosie O'Donnell. And then uh, when A&E was uh, just starting as a channel, they would have Evening at the Improv, which I think is now, you can watch all those on Hulu. And you see all these young comedians starting out. So I always watch stand-up comedy. And I have the utmost respect for stand-up comedians because you're just it's just you and a mic and a bunch of strangers. And you don't know how it's gonna go. Kind of like wrestling, but mm-hmm. you have you, you have the benefit of a referee and an opponent, you know. So but stand-up comedians, God bless them, you know. Especially ones who can uh, improv really well, you know. But uh, yeah, I haven't. I have not seen Dark Side of Comedy yet. I plan to watch it though. Schlichter wants to know how good is. Uh, f- I think I'm saying this right. Frank Fransky and Fransky a- Fransky in L.A. on the radio. Also, Dude. the chances yeah. that the Eagles play the Texans on Thursday. Oh, what was the second part? Uh, he's asking uh, what you think. What you think are the chances that the Eagles? Uh, like, how do you think the Eagles are going to do against the Texans? So we'll start with Fransky in L.A. and then we'll go to the Eagles Texans. Dude, um, I have an affection for announcers. You know, Eagles fans have been blessed to have Merrill Reese. You know, Merrill Reese has been calling Eagles games longer than I've been alive, or as close, you know, since the seventies. You know, we had Harry Callis, you know, fucking, uh, it was Harry Callis and Richie Ashburn, you know, which he was affectionately, affectionately called Whitey because he had white hair. And so I was Harry and Whitey, you know, for most of my childhood growing up. And then, uh, you know, I've had Merrill Reese. Now, Harry Callis has passed away. You know, Richie Ashburn's passed away. How do you replace those two? Right. Well, fucking Scott Fransky's doing a fucking bang up fucking job of uh, doing it. He's doing a fucking fantastic job. And 
Scott Fransky and LA is Larry Anderson, who was a pitcher for the Phillies. He, he pitched for a bunch of different teams, but he played on the 83 team, the 93 team. And he's just fucking uh, a matter of fact, I no bullshit guy. Like, um, <laughs> somebody, uh, what was it? The Padres series. I was listening on the radio. Like I said, I was driving and they Padres went ahead because I was sitting down. I was in the car one of the Padres, it was raining too. And uh fucking downpour. It only it seemed like it only rained when the fucking Phillies were pitching, by the way. <laughs> and when the you know, the Padres went to pitch, the rains just stopped. Wow. And then here comes the Phillies. Oh, it's gonna rain again. But uh one of the Padres players was doing something with his gloves. He's like because it was raining, and he's like <laughs> Larry Anderson very sarcastically, uh, I guess he's like I guess he uh, didn't notice the rain for the last three hours and then uh, have a chance to plan for this at bat. You know, I was just fucking howling. He doesn't give a fuck. I love Larry. And I stole a line from Larry Anderson because I have the, uh, it's on YouTube too, the nine, 1993 Phillies yearbook, uh, whatever it takes, dude. It's uh, narrated by Lenny Dykstra and Harry Callis. And, uh, there's a head Larry Anderson trying that fucking spray on hair, you know, when you, you know, you'd cover up ball spots and the line was you're, you're young once, but immature forever. Larry Anderson said this. Oh, I, that that's been my go-to line for many. How do you stay so young? Oh, they say you're immature once, but I mean, you're young once, but immature forever. So, uh, but <laughs> They are the fucking go-to team. Uh, and uh, shout out to my buddy, uh, Nick Piccone or Piccioni or whatever, at underscore P-I-C-C-O-N-E. He puts the Larry Anderson, Scott Fransky calls over the TV fucking footage mm. on his Twitter. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of media media use his stuff. And uh, holy shit, fucking... Uh, Scott Fritz, let me see if I could bring up the call. Uh, nah, I won't do it right now because it'll take too much time. But when Bryce Harper hit that fucking home run. Yeah, dude. Scott Francis fucking Scott Francis call was a top three call of all time. Yeah. He's like, if there's Bedlam at the bank, you know, just. And people have been like, he's been doing a lot of everything. People are like, how did you come up? He's like, dude, it just came out. But, um, holy shit. That was amazing. But, uh, uh, yeah. What was your question? Uh, you just wanted to know your, the, what you thought the chances were for, uh, the Eagles against the Texans on Thursday. I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but I'm looking at the rest of the schedule and the way the Eagles are playing. They're playing good. Uh, and if they, you know, clean up a couple mistakes, I'm trying to figure out where their first loss is going to be. Um, and the Cowboys fans are, I love Cowboys fans. The day after the Eagles beat the Cowboys. Oh, we'll see you on Christmas. Well, you, you just saw us yesterday, motherfucker. And you, yeah, uh, and you lost, motherfucker. And uh, I, I, Cooper Rush was supposed to be this fucking, dude, I, I, I Thank God for screen grabs or screen caps or whatever you want to say. Uh, nice. Fucking, uh, yeah. Fuck, seltzer kiss. Oof. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Cooper Rush, 
uh, people are like, oh, Cooper Rush is the best cornerback in the NFC East. And then he loses the Eagles. Oh, guys, come on. You, you beat a, uh, you beat the backup quarterback. Yep. So yeah. Fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck, fuck you, you, dude. We should fucking. We should. Phone. Did you blast? Did you say say his name? We should fucking blast him here for that shit. Because I read that Twitter feed. And I was like, dude, go fuck yourself. No, no, I'm I'm not putting that motherfucker over. Man, you fucking. Yeah. He sat there the whole time talking about how great this team was and this, that, and the other. And how the Eagles going to lose? Blah, blah, blah. And then they it's, fucking ate their asses. Exposed. Yeah, the Eagles are going to be exposed, bro. It's going to be exposed. And then you get your That's fucking asses handed to you, and then you're like, oh, you beat a backup quarterback. Yeah, well, guess what, asshole? Our backup quarterback beat the best back fucking quarterback in the fucking game in Super Bowl 52. So, uh, respectfully, sir, uh, a lick of these nuts. Yes. That's such a Cowboys fan's word, exposed. You will be exposed. Exposed. Shut the fuck up. With an exception to Mike Bucci, because he's my tag partner, I tolerate it. But there's been plenty of times where I was on the ring apron and looking at him going, he's a fucking Cowboys fan. Turn on him. Yep. Turn. Turn. Do it. Do it. Uh, for those who don't know, Mike Bucci's supernova. Um, but um, This is the year, sir. This is the year that the blue it, mini turns. He goes, yeah. heel. He's a heel, motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Um, but, excuse me. Uh, yeah, Houston. You know they, 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 that that's going to be a home game for the, the Eagles. I know thousands. Well, I don't personally know thousands. I know th- of thousands of fucking fans that are going to take over that fucking stadium. Yeah, there's a uh, a tour a, a tour group called Fans of Philadelphia. They go to all the fucking. They're, they they travel to all the way games, Phillies. Eagles and that is going to be fucking loud. Yeah, it's like the Arizona game, but um, I want to sound braggadocious or you know ahead of myself or whatever as far as being an Eagles fan. But there's a good stretch where I don't know when their first loss is going to come, and uh, I don't know. I mean, the fucking Cowboys look kind of shitty against the fucking Detroit Lions. And uh, they're playing the Bears this week who just fucking upset fucking the, well, not upset. They beat the Patriots in convincing fashion in in New England. But uh, as far as the Eagles, man, I'm just, just I'm just enjoying this ride. Um, I have my superstitions. I, I, you know, the fucking Taz pose is also, also my Eagles pose, you know. So, you know, um, we'll see what happens, man. Yep. We'll see what happens. Now, uh, I'm just enjoying it. It's been a, a wonderful nine days. It's going to be a wonderful nine days, you know, coming up between Eagles. And the NFL is pretty fucking smart, too. They uh, they don't have a they don't have a game on Sunday or Thursday, which is the, the two Eagles games. Smart. So, yeah, that, that they did that nicely there. And, uh, and, and, and if we happen to go to seven, then... It's going to be Thursday Eagles, Friday Phillies in Houston. So I'm it's gonna, not going to. It's, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to do my best to record if they happen to win the World Series. I am going to do my best to record and uh, maybe stream it live as it's happening, so you get the uh, the full experience of Adam losing his shit during a sporting yeah. game. Uh, little Jimmy from Nebraska wants to give a quick shout out to Real Daddy Josh Chernoff. 
Uh, the news Word. broke this week that he is uh, departing Fight TV, um, and we wish him all of the best. We have nothing but love for Josh here. Um, you can go check out the original Josh episodes also, too, and then the episodes with me uh, as well, new, new stepdaddy, at mindofthemeaning.com. Um, do you think he'll come home? Hey, man, anything's possible. We always have a seat at the table for Josh here uh, when he wants to stop by. Uh, unfortunately, you know, there's been a couple of opportunities. You know, episode 100 is a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. Um, was going to be, we were originally going to have the three of us with Al, uh, for episode 100. And then Josh ended up, uh, getting called away at the last minute and he wasn't able to join us, but he was able to send the running clip for us. Uh, so yeah, you know, I would say anything's possible. Uh, whenever Josh wants to stop by, he knows he is, uh, able to knock on the door. Um, but he's in the green room right now with Al who has, uh, <laughs> who's been there. I think I'm not sure when the last time we've had Al, bro. So we should probably, I mean, he'll be an icon, so we have to feed him and make sure he's ready to go uh, yeah. before his match. But I'm concerned, like, his body mass index. You know, at this point, is probably, like, negative, right, I would say? Like, yeah. Just yeah. just skin and bones. <laughs> Poor Al with those Haribo gummies, the sugar-free ones that give you the nice diarrhea. Um, oh, yeah, like a fucking... Diarrhea. I've been, there's this Dunkin' Donuts near me. I call the secret Dunkin' because nobody really knows about it because uh-huh. there's two other... I go in there and they, they got the fucking best fucking cold brew. Like oh, man. normally I drink it. Normally I drink a couple coffee, couple cups of coffee a day, but I go to this place. I get the fucking cold brew. Oh, sorry. That's my South Philly coming out. That's uh, I got this fucking cup of cold cup of cold brew and it lasts me a while, but it also makes me shit within the first half sip. Yep. Dude, I, I, I got a cup. And I'm driving somewhere. I took a sip. And but before you know it, I'm standing in my car. So I'm not shit my pants while I'm driving. I'm like, <laughs> I turn into an ironing board mm-hmm. in my fucking car. Yeah, you're fucking doing an impression of a hot dog driving home. You're like, fuck, no, I'm holding it. I'm holding it. Yeah, dude, fuck. Jesus. But, uh, when you sit down, you just fucking mood missed the toilet. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. Muda missed the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> that visual is disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. Just fucking. It sounds like a sidewinder. Just fucking. <laughs> sounds sounds like bumping around in the motor. <laughs> sounds like a sidewinder. Yeah, like you're twisting a cork in a wine bottle. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> I can't remember what regular air smells oh like. Oh my god, dude! The descriptions you come up with sometimes are fucking phenomenal, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. I should, I should have fucking Lego from '83. <laughs> Oh my god. It's so good. It's so good. Courtney's gonna be like, what are you guys talking about today on the show? That poop. Yeah. <laughs> poop. Oh my oh, god. Colin was coming out like a shirt sleeve. Just like <laughs> <laughs> the cuff gets caught on your fucking wrist Flapping, and you're like lapping because you're still farting and it's flapping in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> like wiping a sharpie, dude. Leave me alone. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Here's our last question for the day. Since this episode is going to air on Halloween, I thought we would get a nice Halloween episode question. Uh, Mark and Dryden wants to know, what were some of your favorite Halloween costumes you wore in your ute? Uh, any good trick-or-treating stories? Fun fact about me, I trick-or-treated until I was 19 because I was under 5 feet and under 100 pounds until I hit my mid-20s. I am jealous. That would have been amazing. Meanie, any uh, any fun Halloween costumes from your past? Uh, I, there's a period where I just stopped dressing up. I didn't start dressing back up until Ms. I got with Mrs. Meanie. So like I said, WrestleMania, I mean, uh, Halloween's her WrestleMania. Uh, some of our favorite couple costumes were like, uh, she was Corella DeVille and I was Barf from Spaceball, Spaceballs. Oh man, dude, Barf was probably, dude, you probably crushed that, didn't you? Oh yeah. That was probably I'll amazing. Yeah. Um, and she made like these dog, she made like fake dog treats and we put them in a milk bone box and people thought I was really eating fucking you know, the fucking dog treats, but, uh, I was really good. Um, we painted our faces. I was Gene Simmons. She was Paul Stanley, but we wore like these fancy shirts, berets and scarves. And we were French kiss. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Um, we, we were Captain Lou Albano. She was, I was Captain Lou Albano. She was Cindy Lauper. Uh, and the cool thing about that, like, besides the fact that I think she really made me look like Captain Lou is, uh, she hand painted a recreation of one of his shirts and I was wearing him. So I was like, man, that's, that's a vintage shirt. You shouldn't be wearing that out like that. I was like, oh. I told her she was so happy because, you know, somebody thought it was like the legit shirt, but she, she made a stencil for it and just hand painted it and looked, I still have it. That's awesome. It's somewhere. Looks, looks just like the real fucking thing. But, um, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't really dress up that much. You know, yeah, you get the store bought one. So I, I, I think I was somebody from kiss one year, mm. um, tie dyed my, uh, long johns and black. And I was Luke Scott Skywalker one year, you know, but, um, I, I didn't really dress up that much as a kid. You know, after a certain age, you just, when I get to my teens, I sit in sit in, you know, watch a couple of movies, eat some candy and just fart all over the place and you know i think my but, uh, i think my favorite was when i dressed up i'm looking at the photo right now i have it up above my desk here and i god that was probably 1991 i think i was six or seven i dressed up as the ultimate warrior and it was the one year my mom did something cool um for us uh you know at any point in my life um she did she fucking killed uh the ultimate warrior face paint for me and uh, awesome. dude, it's like it's got it's got the black. Let me see. Let me see if I can grab it and show you. So it's not too invasive here, but um, yeah, we'll see. We show it to the Patreons. That's why you gotta go over to Mind and the Mini or Patreon.com slash Mind. That's right. God damn it! You gotta sign up right now. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Mini, and you can see all of our fun photos and behind the scenes stuff. Because trust us, we got a bunch of shit coming, and I can't wait. But here it is, right here, and. uh so you can it's see fucking she up. fucking killed the face paint. This is my this is Matt from Dover right here. He dressed up as the Undertaker. And then this is my brother David. He was uh, you know, Hulkamania, brother. But nice. Yeah, she killed that fucking face paint, man. And this is uh yeah, I think this is in our apartment in Bristol. I think this is nineteen ninety one, if I remember correctly. But yeah, that was probably nice. my favorite my favorite Halloween as a kid. 
Uh, Courtney and I, I mean, we, you know, we, we were, uh, we were zombies one year and we really fucking went for it. I'll have to find that picture too. Um, but she usually, she kills the, you know, the, um, Halloween game. She went one year as Jessica rabbit and she did a couple other uh, things. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fucking primo shit. Um, and so we were going to go this year. We had a, uh, a Halloween party in our neighborhood and we were going to go, I don't know. I think I mentioned this last time, but, uh, I don't know how many of you people out there know the show, The Critic. It's a cartoon from the 90s um, with uh, John Lovitz. It's one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Uh, excuse me. And uh, that was a little seltzer kiss there, too. Yeah. And uh, we were going to go as Beauty and King Dork. And I had bought a purple <laughs> robe, and I had the pants and everything, and Courtney was going to buy a yellow dress, and that's how we are going to go. And uh, we ended up, she ended up having an art show, so we weren't able to go that night, but... That'll probably be ours for next year, but it's a super deep cut. Nobody really knows what it is unless you ask us. But um, yeah, I mean, as far as that, like that's probably the warrior year was probably the the best, probably my peak kid Halloween. But did you bring up King Dork on the episode before? I think so. Yeah, I think I mentioned Beauty and King Dork before. I was you said that, and I just had a moment. Yeah, I was like, why did I just hear that recently? Did I like, flashback? Did I remember this? Yeah, I think and, I mentioned it. Maybe was it last week? Maybe we talked about it like in our in our hallway show. I can't remember. Yeah, but, yeah. Beauty and King Dork, man, oh. that's some deep cut shit. A little bit of deja vu, brother. <laughs> brother. Uh, speaking of deja vu, but it's a good deja vu. Uh, Pod Squad and friends and everyone who's asked us these questions, thank you so much for this. It's always fun to get to pick Meanie's brain and and also get to answer some of these questions too. You know, I I appreciate you asking. Sorry about all. Philly sports talk. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but sorry about all the Philly sports talk too. So dude, but, dude, this is, this is the, this is a time to be alive right now. It it's is. what's on my mind. And, and I, I understand that people elsewhere probably don't like sports. Don't like Philly sports. They have their own fucking teams, but uh, this is my life right now. This is what I'm going through. This is like a audio diary. Yeah. So to speak, so of me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. And the guy to the guy on Twitter, um, you can look me up. My last, the guy who said that uh, the Eagles are going to be exposed, you can look me up on Twitter using my last name Ligma, as in Ligma Balls, motherfucker. But, uh, Meanie, it is always a pleasure to be here with you, good sir, and to do this program, this fine program of ours, uh, each and every week. But I have a question: uh, Where yep, can yep. folks find you on your social media, brother? Uh, broad and chunk. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, if you would like to follow the Blue Meanie on all forms of social media, go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Blue Meanie BWO. Uh, eh, sometimes TikTok. Uh, I'm a little self conscious about that one. I don't know. Uh, if you would like to support the Blue Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. If you would like to support this very show, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash MindTheMeanie. have a lot of great shirts on both pages. Uh, some designed by our very own Andy Slichter. Uh, Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Use coupon code MEANIE. Save 10%. Rod Hicks is doing an amazing job over there at CollarAndElbowBrand.com. I don't mean yes. to interrupt you, but I'm thinking while we're doing these ads, should we... Should we play the song? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Love it. Let's do it. Now, if you want to look good as well as feel good, 
go to madcatbeardcare.com. Get the blue spruce. My buddy, Josh Thornton, is doing an amazing job over there at madcatbeardcare.com. Uh, taking care of the cats. The way the Phillies bullpen is and the hitting is taking care of other teams. Right. But uh, so you go to madcatbeardcare.com with the blue spruce. Josh Thornton, all the money goes to the kitties. Now, I'm in the corner. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jim Nelson over at glaciersofvice.com. Uh, Jim made a three of three only custom BWO Air Jordan ones for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair, he's giving us all. <laughs> Jim Nelson. Uh, each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair to make each sneaker. Uh, each pair of sneakers. So if you want to see what he does, see the artistry he does of making these shoes, uh, video and video, video and for, you know, photo, go to G O I G O I kicks.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, G O I kicks.com. Also cameo.com slash blue mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, well wishes, or you can see me, uh, Maybe dancing on my own over there. Cameo.com slash Blue Meanie, BWO. Uh, over there uh, right now. I just did a couple uh, this week. Had a good time. But most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you? Oh, well, thank you, sir. You're too kind. Go to Instagram, Twitter. This is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal. Uh, and you can see me dancing on my own over there as well. Uh, check out my second show, Foundation Radio, foundationradio.net. I have a lot of great interviews and conversations there uh, that you can check out right now, foundationradio.net. Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash foundationradio. Pick up a shirt and help uh, keep the lights on here at the Barnard Home for Wayward and Trouble Youth. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Prowrestlingtees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Uh, Mind of the Meanie on Twitter, Mind of the Meanie on Instagram. Every dollar y'all spend here as part of the pod squad gets invested back into the show and keeps the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. Uh, Blue Meanie, it is always a pleasure, sir, to be here with you as we fade out, as we dance on our own for the Blue Meanie. Actually, for me, rather, for Adam Bernard. I'm Adam Bernard. Check us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind of the meanie peace Let's let the shit ride for a minute Carl go Phillies go birds <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Carl's going to be like, where do I fade this out, motherfucker? I don't know where to stop it. On that piano part. You can stop it right here, Carl. You can bounce in the rest of it right here. This episode of Mind of the Meanie was recorded and produced by Adam Barnard and was engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional production and narration provided by Sam Kreps. Our executive producers are Josh Chernoff, Adam Barnard, and the Blue Meanie. Our opening theme is performed by the Swamp Candles. 
Our closing theme is performed by Chikara. The show contains original music produced by Enrichment. Get additional bonus content by becoming our patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at mindofthemeanie. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production in conjunction with the MLW Radio Network. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Meanie's brain out. The world of MLW Radio never stops. 